Yo. Yo. Papa G, what's good? What's good, bro? Daddy, what's up? <laughs> what's going on i'm good how are you how are you greg we miss you we miss you too i know we, we took a little bit of time off you know yeah yeah it's tough getting our thoughts and words together still it's for still me, so I might tough, be a little quiet. <laughs> which is why we do have a very special guest today our friend uh tamika vasquez hit me for me baby <laughs> oh hello Hey. Hi. How are you today? Good, good. How are you guys? Uh, very good. Appreciate you coming on our pod today. Uh, yeah. You know, I always see you posting stuff, and you know, when I can't find the words, we always find them on yes. the page and your posts. And you know, I I do appreciate it. You know, sometimes I you know I get so angry and wound up and distracted, and I'm just like, I don't even know what to say or put into words. And I see you post something. Yeah. And, Nine times out of ten, it's like exactly what I wanted to say. And and it's eloquent. Perfect, perfect, eloquent layout. And you're, you're, you know, I read your Medium blog post today, and it was like, yeah. you know, you did it again. I was just like, how does she always speak to exactly what's on my mind? Um, so we do appreciate you coming on today. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. Uh, so why don't you tell the people a little bit about yourself, uh, what you're doing, what you're working on, who you are. Uh, I'm Cuban, um, I think. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's start there. Right, right. Um, so yeah, no, I, I do marketing strategy in the tech industry. So I've been doing that for almost a decade now. It's been a minute. Um, but outside of that, I do a few other things. Like I, I teach at a university, um, try now and then to write and put some thoughts out there. Um, so you guys kind of see little bits and pieces of things that come to mind that are not fleshed out yet so i'm glad you actually think it's somewhat decent um but yeah that's that's kind of what i do and you said it's not fleshed out are you working on like a bigger project that we don't know about and these are just little perhaps (laughs) Perhaps. we need the tea you know we gotta gotta get the driving (laughs) questions here (laughs) there's always a work in progress so I, i don't know what it is yet but there's always thing to work towards so if it is a book i am totally down i'm gonna buy it already just you know <laughs> you can add me as your pre-order i'm gonna purchase it today if you put it up as a link anywhere i'm it's on yeah we got it it's, i'm gonna buy it three copies yeah. <laughs> full, full <promo>. no discounts <laughs> <laughs> um so let's talk about why we're here today and you know the reason uh why we took some time off. Um, Yadi, if you want to start, like, how has this affected you and, you know, your everyday life? And um, Well, it's been extremely taxing on my mental health, on just, just about every aspect of my life, um, work-wise, you know, personal, personally, with everything happening with, you know, the police brutality, the killings, and just everything kind of just coming out it's not that it's new, like we knew right. this was happening, you know, but it's kind of like a shift in energy because everybody's home, every, like people are unemployed, there's no sports, there's no traveling, so it's mm-hmm. like we literally cannot look away. So it's, you know, everything that we've been consuming, everything that around us, it's all about all the bad stuff that's going on. So it's like so hard to 
like I said, look away or think about anything else. And not that we should, but for me, it's been like, okay, how do I maintain my like mental health? Right. How do I maintain myself when I know that I want to do something about it? I know that this is happening, but I can't seem to like look away. Yeah, I mean, it's been tough. I mean, you want to unplug, but you want to also help out and share things and, you know, see things. But it's like I had to take like a couple days just to like not look at my phone and not go on Twitter, not go on Instagram and, you know, see all this stuff. I mean, obviously we live it every day, so, you know, I don't need to look at every post, but... uh, you know, you're just trying to find other ways to help that, you know, take this to the next level. You know, of course, you know, the protester, you know, I would say that the, the, um, the catalyst, I guess, uh, the word mm-hmm. I'm looking for. But how do we take this to the next level? That's where I'm trying to put my mind now. Yeah. Um, and, you know, but I think that know. starts with, like, voting and, you know, um, stuff like that, getting involved in the community. Right. Um, stuff like that. Right, yeah. I mean, it's tough. We can't even go outside, you know, really. Yeah. That's true, uh, too. Without putting your life on the line. I mean, we couldn't do that before, but now it's even more risk. So it's like, you know, how do we get involved without, you know, injuring ourselves and yeah. hurting ourselves and all those things? Uh, and Tamika, uh, if you want to chime in, how are you feeling about all this right now? I've read your blog post, but if you want to elaborate and speak a little yeah. bit to it. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely feel the same way as you guys for sure. Um, it's just overwhelming, honestly. It's like if mental, you know, if if your mind wasn't already at in, in of a you know global health crisis, it's like everything else just compounds. It's just it's just been mentally draining, um, and I think kind of toxic too, just in the midst of it all. Because you know, to your point, we have seen these things happening for a long time. But I think it's just that we're sort of forced to reckon with it in a way that we haven't historically, at least not in our lifetime, you know, like as millennials, um, we haven't been forced to actually sit down and confront an issue in this way, all while dealing with much, like, I don't want to call them larger, but um, when I say larger, like things that are even more out of our control. Right. Such a... And, you know, it's just too many things all at once. So I've, I've definitely been just overwhelmed, definitely took a few days away from work, life, just, you know, lived in silence for a couple of days myself. That was definitely critical. So now I'm kind of bouncing back a little bit into, you know, just how could I be a, a productive member of society, you know, a little bit more than I have been probably in the past. Um, so that's kind of the space I'm in now. And your blog post that you posted on Medium, uh, it was entitled, What's the Point? Uh, can you elaborate on uh, kind of what is the point? Why are we involved in all this? Why are we here? Why are we here today? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I literally wrote all that in like 30 minutes because it was just literal word vomit. I was just getting really <laughs> frustrated uh, because vomit? I think I what, what happened was... <laughs> Eloquent. <laughs> it, it's not my proudest work. So yes, it's word vomit. Um, no, I, I, I think what triggered it was I woke up. This was the day after everybody had like the black tiles on their social media, right? So this was the day after everybody decided it's Blackout Tuesday. Let's take a day of pause. Let's listen to voices that, you know, are actually part of change and part of movements. And let's understand like what we can be doing better as a collective. And that was the whole point of that day. And I woke 
And I just saw like so much criticism, like there was just so much criticism as to, you know, what's the point of y'all posting this, you know, black square on your, on your social media, hashtagging blackout Tuesday. What's the point of this? What's the point of that? And it just like triggered me entirely. It just made me snap. Cause I was just kind of like, we need to stop asking everybody else, you know, what's your point? What's your point? What's your point for every mm-hmm. motion that they're trying to show? Like people are trying to show solidarity. Right. So if they show it by posting a black square on their Instagram, that's how they show solidarity. So right. I kind of just got into this phase where I was like, we need to really stop asking everybody else what's their point and we need to figure out what's our point. So that was kind of the spirit in which I wrote it because I didn't want it to be like, I'm further criticizing you know in an already critical space i just kind of wanted it to be a self-reflection point to be like guys you don't see the point of you know people kneeling on a football field you don't see the point in people protesting in the street you don't see the point in people posting a black square on their on their instagram like what do you see a point Mm -hmm. in and if you cannot answer that question um then obviously you know probably just can't take you with us on this movement that's kind of how right and I think that's the culture on Twitter in general. I mean, nobody yeah. really, it's, it's just people complaining about things that, you know, I'm not, a, you know, I used to be a big fan of Twitter, but I'm just like, I can't get into it anymore. Like it's a lot. It's, it, yeah. It's just uh, every day, everything you post, somebody has a different opinion about it and they share that opinion. And it's like, you know, I'm just trying to share my thoughts. I don't want to fight, you know. Exactly. And everything becomes a fight on Twitter. It's like, why are we yeah. here? Um, so definitely the, uh, idea in your blog post and another thing i read in your post that i was thinking before also was now there are different battlefields on there you know we do need the people posting and stuff but there are other areas that you know we do need to fight in you know it's not just police brutality there's a whole system against us um so you know just trying to find those ways and just stop judging people for not them not doing what you did to protest you know exactly um so like I said, you, you wrapped it up perfectly for me in, in words that I couldn't think of myself, but uh, the idea is very similar. Uh, uh, yeah. Papa G, would you like to chime in? How are you feeling, bro? I know you're, you know, in law enforcement. Are you torn? Are you, you know, how are you feeling, bro? No, um, one, I think I do have like a better insight in, um, on how like you're supposed to react as a police officer, and we all agree that's not what you're supposed to do right. as an officer. Um, but like Tamika said, I was definitely overwhelmed. Um, I was at work. I still had to go to work all last week. And I was just sitting in, like, my workspace. And tears sometimes would just roll down my face. You know what I'm saying? Because at the same time, at, at the, it just so happened at the same time I was reading um, 12 Years a Slave. Mm-hmm. So it was like that on top of, you know, the George Floyd and, you know, Breonna Taylor. It just everything compounding. I'm just like, I need a break. And... I don't know. And then you got the people at work as well who opposing, you know, what's going on. And I don't know. I just had to like just sit back, take a break and just, you know, get myself together because I was reaching my breaking point. Right, right, right. Um, yeah. So it- Do you find yourself, uh, Greg, for me personally, like I have this sense of responsibility that I need to educate, especially people in the Latinx community, because there's mm-hmm. so much anti-blackness. And that is extremely overwhelming for me because sometimes I'm just like, I don't have it in me. Like, I'm drained. I'm completely exhausted. I have muted my family group chats. I have, like, you know, expressed why I'm doing certain things just so they know, you know, the the language that they're using is inappropriate or it's racist. But it's like where, like, 
you know, at what point do we just say, okay, this is out of my hands. Like, I've, I did everything that I could do. Like, for you, do you feel yourself kind of, you know, in that space where you have to educate your peers or people, you know, even outside of, you know, what you do for work? Do you find yourself explaining yourself or kind of, like, make not making excuses but saying, oh, not all cops and stuff like that? Well, it depends on the person that you're speaking to. Um, for me... The approach I've been taking is like I've been just been stepping back because it's just too much for me, too much of a burden. If you really want to learn, you should definitely take. There's, there's a lot of resources out there for you to learn. So I feel like if you want to learn, you want to understand our point, grab a book or you know watch a movie. There's plenty of movies out there. Just Mercy, Twelve Years a Slave. There's, there's different ways for you to get educated, and I don't think it should just the onus should fall on us. You know. Um, Take the time, take the effort. If you really want to be a part of the struggle, then definitely take that take that time. Right, right. Uh, and Yadi, did you want to speak about your conversations internally? Um, uh, a little bit. Yeah, just you don't have to go into like, detail, but yeah, just so people, just, you know, I'm sure other people are going through something similar. Yeah, so uh, yeah. I've had to face kind of like, I don't want to say double, but it's like, for me, you know, Aside from me, myself, wanting to be more educated and learn more and learn, you know, how to be of help and how to, you know, say the right things. Um, on top of that, I, ha- I kind of have to, like, continue to educate my family and people around me and people that I care about because it's like they don't understand that some of, the, some of their views or the stuff that they say is hurtful to me me being a different skin color than what they are. I have a lot of white passing family, um, people who are, you know, Latinx, but pass for white people. Like, you have white skin, you have green eyes. You don't face the same stuff that I face as a, you know, darker skin, like, Afro-Latina. And then me thinking about my partner, the person that I love being a black man, and, like, his family and what they go through, and then our children, what they're going to have to face. Like, some stuff that my family said, like have said in the past is very triggering to me because it's like you guys don't understand you know and you're not open you're not willing to understand because you you just don't can't relate and it's like oh that's not true when it's in fact very true like i feel like you people have the right to say if you can't relate then you shouldn't speak on it like in a in kind of an on a level because if you're not open to understanding and conversation and edu- like being educated, then you should just probably remove yourself from the situation because you're just causing harm. So I've found myself just like not blocking people, but like people in my family, like people that I care about, people that I love, just being like, this is not serving me. Like I tried mm-hmm. and I'm just going to step back because this is it's not doing it for me. Like, yeah. So it's been extremely hard for me this past week. Like I said, in a personal level, it's affected me in my work. Like, I can't focus. It's affected me in, like, every single aspect because it's like, damn, we're going through all this stuff. And me, like, I'm trying and doing my part. And then I have to, like, deal with this this stuff, too. It's like, where, like, where does it, right, you know like what a, I mean? That's, it's like, that's the crazy thing. Yeah. It's a, it's a lot, honestly. And I think that's the crazy thing, too, because historically when we see these issues of police brutality when we see these issues of overt i'll say overt racing things that create shock the conversation always switches to racism like the ism itself like the study of 
you can decide to criminalize and demonize a specific group of people based on skin color. I think this, why it's so different this time is because for the first time, the conversation is not just about racism. It's specifically about anti-blackness. And I think that's, that, mm. that's the piece you have situations like, you know, what you're describing with your family. Um, I, I've been having it out with my Asian friends all for the past two weeks, <laughs> you know, because we've had to have these open conversations about guys just because you do not own the system that, you know, um, that practices intentional oppression does not mean that you are not a participant and you are not, uh, you know, complicit in the act of anti-blackness, which is really what we're seeing. So the conversation has kind of been switching a lot. I've noticed that. Right, right. And I've seen people throw out Martin Luther King quotes at me, and I'm just like, come on. I know the quote, but right. this is not that. Dude, this- people, were arguing, people were arguing with Dr. King's kids on I Twitter. That, I I'm like, Man, like, it's just <laughs> right, the, my, right. the most mind-blowing thing. Like, right. that's their father. Right, they know uh, may he rest better in than peace. us. <laughs> <laughs> but he, I think they would know him a little bit better than we do. <laughs> it is, you know... I love the internet, uh, you know, all the things and the fruits <laughs> that it gives us, but it, it really just grinds my gears sometimes yeah. with the people on there. It's just like, shut yeah. up. I think the most hurtful thing that I've kind of, like, seen right now that, like I said earlier, I can't, like, not ignore, but, like, I can't, like, I saw it very clearly during this this whole thing is, like, not just the anti-blackness in the, you know, Latinx community, but how similar... even the language is to like to white privilege like people say certain things and i'm just like do you do you understand what you're saying like it's kind of crazy like you know white supremacy like the only difference between like white people and white passing is like white supremacy have the actual like they they own it they have the supremacy but then there's this people these people that have the certain privileges because they look a certain way and they think that they have the same privilege and they right. speak like they have the same privilege when they don't, in right. fact. Like, it's it's just a thing in the moment when you look at somebody, but it's like, you do understand that, you know, this also affects you. Like, th- this anti-blackness, right. this, this, like, internalized supremacy that you think, like, this privilege that you think that you have, it's, it's like, temporary. It's not, and it's affecting people, you know, around you, your family, people like me people who will, you know, birth black children. It's like, and you're speaking like this to right, me? Right, like, what? Right. It's just so crazy. Yeah. So People are definitely getting even more reckless with their words, I think. Yeah. And it's just like, um, and I just want to talk a little bit more, well, just a little bit about the, uh, the rioting, looting argument going on. I mean, it's still yeah. going on. I thought it was over and people were like, okay, peaceful profit. You know, it's a, it's a separate thing, but um, a lot of people... A lot of people's argument is, "Oh, I'm against looting, but I, but I support, you know." But I mean, it's it, you know, it's two separate, totally separate things, and I, and I hate when people combine mm-hmm. it together. And I just want to say, the looting, you know, President Trump didn't comment on any of this until the looting started. So, you know, for attention grabbers, uh, we didn't get the attention of our president until yeah, people started looting. Yeah. So I just want to say that. Um, so people who are against it, you know, I understand, but. It, 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 you know, that's our president. He's not going to respect anything that we do. So, uh, you know, we can peacefully protest. We can riot. We can loot. It doesn't matter. You know, he doesn't respect us. So, it is what it is. Yeah. So, why? Like, it's like, you know, one of the, one of the big pieces of like this whole thing that I'm going through is like, you know, 
these people who are looting and doing these violent protests are not, you know, like, educated black people because, like, they know better. And it's, like, when you, like, one of the things was, like, that was mentioned was, like, oh, you know, do you really want to fall that bad into being a stereotype? And that just, like, made me go crazy because it's, like, when you have black skin, it doesn't matter if you are a judge it doesn't matter if you are mm-hmm. a god like it doesn't matter you have this logo that people that people see like white people see and you know authorities see and it's like it doesn't matter like they had literally one right. like a senator at one of these protests like they they were beating him up and it's like you can't say that you know people the, the looters or whatever like they're just you know the crazy people and like the educated people are not behind this because it's like when you literally it doesn't matter like who you are stereotypes are just like who cares like right. you know what whatever right. i'm just gonna do yeah. whatever i need to do to get matter. a reaction it doesn't matter it's like, what we do it doesn't matter that you know they're not gonna there's show this picture respect, circulating so. of like all these like harvard med like graduates or whatever and they were like oh yeah like i have a phd it's a screenshot from like linkedin and like this i don't even know who like this white man was like i just see a bunch of thugs like yeah, oh, I saw that. <laughs> it's literally yeah. a picture of their graduation, like all like a Harvard, you know, law or med. Or it was something. Harvard Law School, yeah. And it's like when people, when these people think, you know, of black people like this, it doesn't matter. Like you, we can't continue to try to be like complacent or like adapt and yeah. be like and respect these white spaces because it literally doesn't matter. Right. So right. why not? Why not do? You know, a little looting, something to get a reaction. Like, right, right. there's nothing. But it's not even. Lose. It's not even that. I feel like people are also forgetting, guys. We are in the middle of a global health crisis, right. and yeah. on top of that, we have almost 12 percent of this country is unemployed. So you thought people were going to be at home for the past 90 days, mm-hmm. stuck wearing masks outside, being awkward around each other, literally losing social skills, unemployed, scared, not sure what the hell is going to happen come November. And seeing themselves get killed on TV, and not, and we would just be chilling. Like it's right, just, right. it's the most asinine reaction for a person. You have to lack, and sorry if I'm insulting anybody's, you know, friends and family, but you have to lack a certain human heart, right? You you have to lack a certain element of your soul if you can literally see this is the first time that the whole world is experiencing something together, yeah. right? Because usually you'll see some crisis in another country, and it's like, alright, that's over there. This is the first time the whole world is forced to sit down and experience something together. And if this is your first reaction to question somebody's emotional outburst or maybe somebody's ignorant outburst, any outburst at this point is fair game because it's too many issues compounded in one and people are absolutely sick and tired. And that's what you'll get. Right. 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 Yeah. I, I, this is the first time I've seen it all around the world. I mean, I know it felt different when I saw the video and I didn't want to watch yeah, the it. The energy is different. I just had to watch it. Just It just felt like my neck was getting stepped on almost and i just like almost couldn't breathe for a second um but you know it's just tough but uh you know but when i saw the response around the world i was just like wow this is this this is actually different it did feel different at first but Mm -hmm. you know when i saw the response all over i was just like okay we're all in this together and you know of course there's gonna people gonna be people against us but um i do feel support around the world and it does make me feel a little bit better about everything going on um, Papa G, would you like to include anything else? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> we covered like any, everything. 
Any last thoughts on this uh, that you'd like to share? Uh, I mean, there's so much, guys, honestly. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. For the rest of the week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Uh, we'll move on to other things. Uh, we just had to kind of get that off our chest. Uh, Tamika, thank you for holding our hand through this and uh, helping us with your words as you do so well. Um, so, Tamika, tell us about uh, what's going on with you. How are you? What's 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 new in your world? Awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Try to change it, <laughs> switch it up a little bit. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'm like I'm like everybody else. You know, I'm working. I'm t- trying to take it day by day. I've been um, really just like learning way more about myself in this whole process. Um, you know, but otherwise, I'm good. I mean, you know, we're we're fortunate. We're blessed. If we're still employed, if you still have your health, I mean, those are things that you know. It, it, it takes away a lot of your rights to complain in a, in a lot of ways. So, you know, I've been okay. I've just been taking it one day at a time, trying to get fresh air as much as possible. Um, I have been doing a lot of writing. Like I said, a lot of stuff does not make it onto the internet. It's just, you know, I, I just get in the habit of like putting the things that are going on in my mind on paper. Um, been listening to a lot of podcasts. Yeah. You know, just try are to you, keep myself gainfully occupied. Are you still, uh, I know you were doing presentations and speeches do you still do those seminars and yeah. things like that uh, digitally? Uh, so the crazy thing is when this year started, you know, everybody makes like their New Year's resolutions and all that stuff. I had told myself this would be my silent year. And <laughs> the weird thing is like, I mean, now it's a forced pause. But like I did legit tell myself I was in Ghana at the end of last year um, for the whole year of return. If you guys right. don't know what that's well, about, I'm happy right to now. talk about it. Um, yeah, can, so yeah. I was there. How you know, was the experience? Um, way too First much of all, what fun. Is that? I <laughs> oh. so the year of return um, was a it, it was a I guess commemorating you know, Ghana being one of the first countries to participate in the transatlantic slave trade. So it was them commemorating you know four centuries later um, their descendants being all over the world oh. diaspora as we call it. And giving them the opportunity to come back home, you know, feel like they're at home and just turn up, just celebrate, you know, with nice. people that um, are still on the continent. And it was like, honestly, hands down, like the best vacation I've ever had ever. Um, it was amazing. And I think that I came back with such like energy and um, I came back feeling very, very loved in a way, in a weird way that I can't really explain. I just felt very, very loved. Um, and I just, I was just ready to start a new year and a new decade and just figure out like what, what's the next chapter of my life? You know, I had turned 30, um, not long before that. So for me, everything was like new chapter, new chapter, new chapter. Um, and so I told myself like this year would be like the silent year because last year I did, it was something like 25 speaking engagements. It was like Mm, ridiculous. And I was really, really tired. Yeah. I burnt myself out. So, you know, this year was my year to just chill figure out like what I want to be when I grow up and, um, you know, see what life has to offer. So it was crazy that this ended up happening and like forcing everybody to have to do that. Right, right, right. Uh, and, and most of your presentations, are they marketing based uh, or, or do you present on other things as well? Yeah, it's a lot of stuff. It's a lot of stuff. Um, people, you know, people like seeing some black girl in tech talk about tech things. Um, so I tend to do that quite a bit, a lot of AI related conversations that, that was like the big, you know, thing 
it still is, but people were kind of in that space of trying to learn and figure out, you know, what is artificial intelligence? Like, what is the implication of that? Are people going to be out of jobs? So a lot of my talks were about stuff like that. Um, a lot of people just trying to figure out, like, you know, what's going to be the future of their jobs or, um, you know, what sort of skills do they need to, like, survive in this new economy if things go the way that a lot of people are predicting. You know, so a lot of the talks were just about tech and, like, the implications of tech on not only, you know, us as individual people, but on society change, you know, how we operate as a society, how we take care of vulnerable people, things like that. So some marketing stuff in there. Um, you know, some ethical stuff in there, like a lot of different topics, but a lot of it was mostly um, technical. Just curious, how did you even like kind of get involved in actually, I know you do a lot of speaking now, but uh, how did you get started into doing these public speakings and uh, tech seminars and marketing seminars? How did you kind of get involved in that? Um, it kind of started through teaching, honestly. Um, I never really thought about anything like public related um it just wasn't really something that i thought i would feel comfortable doing believe it or not um so i started out because of teaching and actually i mean you guys went to baruch so baruch actually gave me my first um so i was teaching some some grads grad school students over there and you know faculty people come in and out they they check on you you know they see how you're doing and the feedback consistently was like you relate really well, you know, to students, and you can you can translate information that seems difficult and make it seem very simple. So, like, you should probably do that for more people. Right. That's kind of how I just got into it. Just opportunities, saying yes to opportunities when they came, taking it a little bit more seriously. Okay. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. And you went to Columbia yeah. for your your masters, right? Yeah. How how was the experience there? Um, going to that prestigious school. <laughs> um, I mean, it's like going to any other school. Yeah, it's like yeah. school is cool, you know. Um, it's cool. I mean, because it's in New York, so you know, you also have to add that factor too. It's like you're in New York, you're in the most diverse city in the world, so you know, you don't feel the same. I guess as like maybe some of the other IVs where it's far more homogenous. It's actually more diverse than I think a lot of people okay. would assume. So it was great, honestly. I mean, nice. school is cool. Yeah, school is cool. <laughs> no. I remember saying that every day after school. School is still school. <laughs> I was school today. Oh, school is school. You know how it is. <laughs> exactly. So. Uh, Papa G, any questions for Tamika before we move on? Can't hear you. <laughs> I think you're on mute. Oh. I said, I said no. I'm good. Thanks. <laughs> <Okay. Yeah. laughs> All right. Sorry. <laughs> kind of crazy over here. <laughs> oh, kids are bugging out a little bit. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's, hard, it's hard to do a podcast with uh, two kids running around. <laughs> what are <we> <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, as you know, uh, we have a couple segments on this show we like to do. Uh, the first one, of course, is shit I don't like. Uh, Papa G. Oh shit! I haven't come prepared today. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll go after Yari. Let me think the sound. Yeah, you, you got anything? Yeah, okay. surprisingly, yeah, go for it, I just literally just thought about oh, this. Oh, go for it! Go this for is it. like on the spot. Um, <laughs> and this can be interpreted in many ways. For the shit I don't like is explaining myself. I really don't like explaining myself. Okay. Like I really, really <laughs> hate it. <laughs> and it's like, you know. You think about it. I used to think about explaining myself as like being more 
kind of like you know given a perspective or being softer and just you know giving people an opportunity to see where i'm coming from but now i'm just like i hate explaining myself like <laughs> it is it is what it is like this is it and if i have to like explain anything in debt to you it's like it's probably it's probably not meant to be right. you're not meant to know it so i just don't like explaining myself all right that's perfectly fine <laughs> um tamika would you like to participate today what is the question? Things I don't like? Anything you don't like could be completely irrational, something that nobody else can relate to, whatever you want. Something you don't like. Anything. Um, I mean, most of the stuff I don't like is probably real petty. It's like nothing. <laughs> That's that perfect. Serious. That's perfect. I try not to be, I try not to be too, too bothered by, you know, too many things. I don't know. It's like, what, what was I complaining about this morning? Um, <laughs> I feel like, I mean, this is this is probably deeper than it needs to be, but it's also petty. Um, I don't like that we are making really stupid people famous. Like, really, really stupid people. Mm. Um, <laughs> it's truly <laughs> bothering me because it's like, it becomes this self-fulfilling prophecy. Like, you know, we all complain about something ignorant or this person doesn't know what they're talking about or this person is, you know, just this trying to trigger us, you know, they're, they're trolls or whatever. But then those very same people end up being spotlight because we are literally putting them there by consistently right. sharing their stuff. We're spending more time talking about them. And it's at the point where I think they actually know what they're doing now, where yeah. it's a perfect recipe. It's like, I'm going to say something that I know is outlandish. Right. I know that's going to get the internet talking. And I know that as a result of that, I'm going to get the attention, the views, the shares that I want. And mm -hmm. then, you know, everything is... You know, we were talking about marketing earlier. One of the things that I tell people about marketing is like everything is a data point. Every single thing is a data point. So whether it's bad, there's an opportunity for you to capture people. All of those things are data points. And mm -hmm. you can take that and turn that into a thriving career if you wanted to. Right, right, right. <laughs> and so I, I, I don't. I, and I'm at the point now where I'm not even mad at the people that are taking advantage of it and doing it i'm more mad at us for for falling for it every single damn time right. so i don't know can't hate the about player hate the game right, <laughs> right. <laughs> about amongst other people <laughs> <laughs> she may or may not be top of my mind right now <laughs> huh? oh candace oh, oh. we don't say her whole name oh, okay. she's, yeah, like yeah. Voldemort. she's voldemort she <laughs> yeah. shall not be named yes <laughs> Um, all right, appreciate you, Tamika, for chiming in. Uh, if you want to keep going, I mean, if you have another one you want to get off your chest, perfectly fine. <laughs> it's it's very very that was yeah. only <laughs> it is. <laughs> this is our therapy. This is our, our therapy. therapy. Back to like the last thing. Right. Yeah. Nah, I think I'm okay for now. But that was uh, that was good. Take it off my chest. <laughs> Papa G, would you like to participate today? I'm about to sit this one out. I don't have a good right. one this week. No, no, it's fine. It's nothing <laughs> forced, completely optional. If you have nothing you like today, you, you don't have to do that. It's fine. Uh, I, I guess I'm going to double up next time. Yeah, yeah, double up. Create a list. <laughs> Come on. Create a list. He's going to let it out. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to go crazy today. I know sometimes <laughs> I go a little wild on these things. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's very simple. You know, uh, as you know, Yadi, I spend a lot of time on Call of Duty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's my escape from reality. It's where I go to just not think about anything and just release any tension I might have inside. Um, 
So there's this thing for those who don't play called the Gulag. Have you? Oh. <laughs> it's basically a Russian prison camp, but you know, when you die, you go there and you have to fight your way out. Um, and you're. <laughs> this <sounds> awful. <laughs> <laughs> and you're playing against other players, so you know you have to fight each other to get out. For whoever wins that fight can come back in the game and keep fighting. Oh my god. <laughs> oh god. So, <laughs> so my shit I don't like is. And I'm sure people who don't play video games don't relate to this. That's what's my my personal shit I don't like. Uh, but they added these new guns to the to the gulag now, so people have assault rifles. They used to give you like you know pistols and and knives and shit, so you couldn't really hide out in the gulag yeah. and camp. Mm-hmm. But now you know you have to like you know people just sit in the back and hang out. It's hard to get out now. You just can't get out of the gulag. Oh my god. <laughs> This is so beyond, like, my comprehension and my world. I'm trying to, like, empathize, and I can just... No. Like, what? You don't have to try. I know. I know. Not everybody's going to relate. But those who do know what I'm talking about, get rid of the assault rifles in the gulag. (laughs) Please. Thank you for listening to that. I just had to get that off my chest. Thank you uh, so much for sharing. Like, wow. Your testimony is... <laughs> yeah, we gotta have a little fun, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Um, all right. As you got, Oh, you want to do 25 questions first and then end it on a positive note? Sure. All right. Uh, Tamika. So we yeah. have a little fun here where the people get to know you a little bit better. Um... Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> you want to ask the question? Sure. I'm right. bad at everything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Papa G, you are off camera, by the way, so um, it's just going to be Tamika. That's not permission okay, to do anything crazy. No, no, no. <laughs> we can still see you, but the people can't see you. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, so here's how it works. We're going to set a clock for three minutes. Uh, we have 25 questions we prepared earlier. Uh, just answer as many as you can, and hopefully we get to 25, and people get to know you a little bit better. Okay. All right. Uh, we'll start it in five, four, okay. three, two. If you could be any animal in the world, what would it be? Lion. If you had to pick one superpower, what would it be? Invisibility. Okay. If you could be, if you could be a member of any TV show family, which one would it be? Oh, the Banks family. Nice. What was your first job? Uh, my first job was writing tweets for CPG brands. Nice. Like first job professionally or first job like as yep. a teenager? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you consider your first job. Um, name a book that you would recommend to people right now to read. Oh my god, I read too many books. Oh my god. Um, I legit read too many books. So right now I'm reading Smart People Should Build Things by Andrew Yang. Okay. Name one thing you can never give up. Bread. That's a tough one. <laughs> what is your favorite movie? Um, I don't know if I have a favorite movie. Um, what's your favorite song right now? Uh, 
Oh my God. I listen to so many like instrumental, like Afro beats stuff that they don't even have song titles. <laughs> I literally listen to like, so I listen to a lot of instrumental of every genre. Let me put it that way. So a lot okay. of it doesn't really have a title. If you could live anywhere besides New York slash New Jersey, where would you live? Probably either Amsterdam or Johannesburg. If you had to change your name, what would it be? It would probably just be a letter. Like, okay. <laughs> What's your favorite meal to make? Uh, I like to make stir fry anything. Um, coffee or tea? Definitely. Definitely coffee these days. Would you rather live for a week in the past or the future? Um, I would probably choose the future. What's your favorite color? Yellow. Favorite restaurant of all time? Uh, that is very hard. I'll probably choose Rosemary's in New York City. All right. That's time. That's Let's give her one more question. We, okay. we kind of oh, messed up a little bit in the middle. When you're having a bad day, what do you do to make it better? Uh, I go for really, really long walks. Like I can walk for two hours, three hours. Wow. Nice. <laughs> so All we right. got to 17? Yeah. 17. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> not bad, not bad. Thank you so much, Tamika, for participating in 25 questions. (laughs) Um, So as everybody knows, all of our frequent listeners and friends of the show, friends of the pod, uh, appreciate our our loyal listeners who've been listening since day one when we were crazy. Shout out to y'all. We are a pretty crazy number of listeners. (laughs) Right, right. I couldn't believe it. Right, you know... I try not to look at the stats too much because I'm like a then data, you get focus on it, data like junkie, yeah. but uh, and I go nuts and I'm like, oh, what is, you know, but yeah, yeah. I, I check them, you know, once a week now instead not of every bad. day. Uh, and you're doing pretty good. Yeah. We are doing pretty good, everybody. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so we can't wait to put some more content out there for everybody. Um, but as you all know, we like to end things on a positive note. Uh, this is where we'll hand the mic over to Tamika uh, and she can give you guys some encouragement, some words, uh, any advice you might want, anything. Uh, Just give us something positive to give to our listeners. Yeah. um, Honestly, guys, just breathe. Wake up every day and just take deep breaths. You know, count your breaths. Um, If you're, these days I'm really into like uh, essential oils. I have a diffuser and I diffuse oil every single day because if nothing else, it like, it just gives like a refreshing, like, sense you know it just puts your mind in a completely different space like if you don't believe me at least give it a shot um and you know what like just let's focus on the things that we we can and that includes people so you know if you got to let go of some people at least even just even if it's temporary um definitely prioritize your mental health over everything else and and focus on the things you can actually control um so yeah hopefully that you know puts everybody in a positive space it's definitely put me in a positive space Thank you, Tamika, for that positive note. Yes. I have a diffuser, by the way. Obsessed. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thank you so much for coming by and talking with us. Um, Of course. We'd love to have you back in in happier times. 
Uh, (laughs) Yeah. You know, usually we have a lot of fun. I know this conversation is always tough and, you know, and, and, you know, gets deep down in what you're feeling. Um, But, you know, we do have fun on this pod all the time. We'd love to have you back in in better terms and in a a better place and we can have more fun in the conversation. Um, So we'll we'll line that up. We'll line that up at some point. Oh, and your website is awesome. We checked it out. Uh, It looks amazing. Yeah, it's just uh, super clean. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's her name, Tamika Vasquez. Oh, all right. And all the details will be in the, uh, you know, in the bios, or not the bios, but the, the, the description of the video and, and on the podcast. Uh, we'll put a link to her uh, our, her medium post. Uh, what's the point? Um, am I missing anything? I think Got that's any? it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We're gonna plug all your shit. So. <laughs> that's cool. That works for me. Again, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye.